everybody. I'm Lauren. I'm Emma. And you're listening to The Oak View. Hey, Emma. Hey, Lauren. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you this week? I'm pretty okay. That's Can't good. Can't complain. Can't complain. We love that. We love that. How's... How's the fam? How's life? How's man? LOL, that rhymed. (laughs) (laughs) All good. Good. Do you know what day it is? What day is it? It's Avatar Day. Oh my gosh. We're going to stop listening right now. (laughs) You know what? That's fine. This episode is for me and me alone. And I'm going to (laughs) talk about Avatar The Last Airbender and why it's my favorite show in the entire world. And Lauren gave me permission to do this, so... Yes, I did ask. So let's do it. Okay. Lauren, do you know what Avatar is? Barely. At all. Do you have, like, anything in your brain that reminds you or thinks of whatever it is? Like, anything? Well, it makes me think of you. Oh, thank you. Okay, so this is what I know about Avatar, which is basically nothing. Um, There's a young boy with a blue arrow on his head. Okay. And there's an old dude and the animal thing with also an arrow on its head. And um, they have to master the elements, the right, the four elements, blah, blah, blah. And then they have to, like, battle people, fight something. Yeah, okay. To win the, the, the elements. To win the elements. I love that. <laughs> I love that we're winning elements when we had elements. That sounds yes. like Pokemon. It's mastering them. It is a master. You're not wrong about that. And there is a flying animal. Do you know that yeah, it flies? Like a, what is it? Like a, it's like a mammoth-looking thing. It is a flying bison, and that is the little it boy. It does fly. You know why? Because they're no. all airbenders. Uh, everybody in the show? No. Just the flying bison and Aang. But let me give you a little synopsis, and then we'll talk to you about why this is the best show on the planet. Okay? Okay. All right, so Avatar The Last Airbender takes place in this fantasy world that is home to humans, fantastic animals, and spirits. So it's about this human civilization that's divided into four nations, the Water Tribes, the Earth Kingdom, the Air Nomads, and the Fire Nation. So each nation has its own natural element. So it's based on a society which exists as a nation of people known as benders. And people who have this innate power and ability to control and manipulate the elements of their nation. Now, not everybody's a bender. So, yes, there are regular people, too. But the cool thing about this is that each bending style was assigned based off of this, like, martial arts kind of, you know, influence. So there's advantages and weaknesses of the martial arts, just like there's advantages and weaknesses in life. So you'll see throughout this whole show how the elements really need balance. And that's where that little boy comes in. What do you think so far? I'm hooked. Cool. So (laughs) I love this show so much because it talks about more than just kids fighting and trying to win something, right? The show is about really controlling and manipulating uh, life's challenges uh, in the best way possible. So this series is this adventure of a main protagonist named Aang, and he has friends who have to save the world by defeating the Fire Lord and ending this destructive 100-year war. 
Why are the fire people bad? Well, you know how like in every kind of life story and movie, there's always that one guy that wants all the power and he needs to tell everybody that he's the boss and he's going to win and no one can tell him otherwise. And that's the fire guy? Yeah, and we hate him. Okay. Now, Fire Lord Ozai is the son of Fire Lord Sozin. And Sozin is the mean dude who was like, you know what? We don't need anyone to feel like they are awesome because the Fire Nation is awesome. And of course, we're all like, boo, Fire Nation. Why are you so mean to everybody? Now, this is the the sad part. This is why I actually love this show so much. We have to engage in a really hard topic like genocide. Wow. Yeah. So Aang is actually a part of the Air Nomad and the Air Temple nations. I have a question. Please ask away, please. Why don't, why doesn't the water tribe just like take care of the fire people? You know, you would think that an element could overpower another, but this is the key part about why the 100 year war happened for so long. Sozin used this comment that gave him an enormous amount of firepower a hundred years ago to wipe out the entire air nation. Like he and his clan went to the air air nomad nation and just took out all these people. Wait, why? Because he wants all this power. Doesn't air make like fire stronger? You would think. And they put on a really tough battle. But the key here is that the creators assigned um, these four nations and elements to kind of represent the elements of the world. So the water tribe lives in the snowy Arctic. The air nomads live in the high temples. So very um, above most land. So Mm -hmm. kind of think mountains. That's kind of a good way to put it. The fire nation lives in a hot climate. So like desert, um, summertime. Then the earth kingdom. They live in more of like a neutral zone. So uh, you can kind of wear light clothing. You can kind of wear dark, you know, heavier clothing. And that's how I kind of think about this. Is like you have this show about all these kids who are trying to fight the Fire Nation because the Fire Lord is a mean guy. He's the worst and I hate him the most. And everybody, they're kids. They're kids. Isn't this crazy? Yes. Yes. So a little backstory about Aang. Aang was 13 years old when he found out he was the Avatar. 13? 13. The Avatar is this really unique power and ability that only one person in the whole world has. And his main job is to create this bridge of balance and peace between the real world and the spirit world. But the problem was is that they told him too soon. He was too young to know. Yeah, he's 13, of course. He's 13. Oh, my gosh. So we have this really horrible guy named Sozin who uses this massive power to take out his entire nation of people. Aang didn't even know this was happening. He freaked out because he was the Avatar and he ran away from home. Obviously. Like, I, I just, I resonate with that so much because it's like when, you know, you, get, you have all these responsibilities in the world at 13. Yeah, too much. Too much. You run away. So he goes away and he and his Avatar state abilities encapsulates him into this iceberg and Aang is trapped in this kind of state of uh I don't even know how to describe it just kind of the stillness state for a hundred years because that's when the war happens that's when the war happens because the cool thing about the avatar is that when you can control all four elements 
of course the Fire Nation wants to take you out. Because he's like, hey, man, no one should have all of this power. So here's the next stage. When Aang wakes up after this 100-year war, he doesn't realize that he's been asleep for so long that his people were all gone. That's horrible. It is horrible. All because he got scared. All because he got scared. So, you know, a lot of people think that it's pretty crazy that you can pack in these really intense commentary, but also topics of discussion that go beyond a child's mental capacity, right? Yeah, all war and everything. War, genocide, um, uh, manipulation, you know, sexism, uh, a lot of oppression that happens in this show. But the cool thing about it is that they were able to not only present it in a way that kids were like, yes, fire, water, air, earth, you know, whatever. They were able to say like, hey, these people love each other. There's friendship involved. Um, there is challenges, like I said earlier, where we meet really, you know, we meet new people that create a lot of opposite and difficult feelings that we have to defend. We uh, come across a really sad, uh, unfortunate possession of family and, uh, you know, generational trauma and tradition that needs to be upheld. But at the end of the day, of course, we're going to win this war, right? I would hope so. Right. So the reason I wanted to talk about this is not just because it's the most uh, near and dear to my heart, but that the Avatar like really holds this um, unique ability and knowledge and power of all the past lives that he has been reincarnated with. Oh, so he knows everything. So he knows everything. So this cool thing about the Avatar is that he is the master of all four elements. That is part of the incarnation So idea. because he knows everything, he he already masters them all? Or does he need to like learn them? He needs to learn them every time he has a new life. And that's the cool thing, too, is just like, you don't just wake up and you're the avatar and all of a sudden you're like, I am the possessor, the possessor of all these powers. No, you have to work at each of the elements just like all your past lives did. And this countless incarnation of the avatar actually has kept all of these nations safe and harmonious. And of course, there's ups and downs. And anybody who knows anything about Avatar knows that there is a lot, a lot of detail that I'm not describing. But I cannot impact you and put that all in an episode because... I'm sure you can find a podcast about Avatar and please go look for them and then tell me about them because I want to listen. But you know what's interesting about the Avatar that's kind of similar to you and me? What? We go through similar challenges all the time, but we just don't have a cool flying bison that's our best friend. And we don't have a cool blue arrow on our head. I don't have a cool blue arrow. I don't have an ability to manipulate elements, but I have a cool best friend and I can manipulate you to let me go get mcdonald's completely (laughs) so you know what i think is really important about my love for avatar is my ability to have a passion and to have a joy that makes me who i am you know because like everybody has like those quirky things and silly things about them that they're like "Ooh, what's your guilty thing about you i'm not a guilty pleasure person about avatar it's just something that makes you happy right it makes me happy all the time 
Like Maybe I, could, I should watch it. Would you like to watch it with me? Yeah, we should watch. I'll watch the first episode with you. Oh, um, the first episode? Well, what if I don't like it? I think oh. I, I, you know, but it's important to you. You know, it is, so it like is. I would want to, I'd watch it just for you anytime. I, I really appreciate that out about you. Not every friend would do that for me because they know how obsessed I am Wait, with this like show. Wait, it's like a million seasons, isn't it? No, it's only three seasons. Honestly, I don't care. It's a Nickelodeon show, so it's very quick and simple. But if you want, you can listen to the sequel, which is The so Legend of Korra. Even though it's animated and it's a children's show. Yes. It is engaging enough Yeah, that I won't think it's a children's show. Yes. I think that was the best part about this series is that I started watching Avatar in 2010 when it, or sorry, in 2005 when I was 10 when it came out. And that kind of grew with me over time. And they kind of like to say that this show is a little bit timeless because now there's a new generation of people who are just discovering Avatar because it's on Netflix. And it's it's really awesome. But there's so much humor and adult visualization that you can connect to your real life uh you know we we talk about war and we talk about uh this ability to kind of protect your friends and your people but we also are talking about things about like just doing good kindness uh and it's funny and it's funny because you have these weird characters who are somewhat like the inter- old guy yeah uncle iroh is the most wise but he's also the most inappropriate old man i have you know, seen in a show like this. But it's cool because, you know, there's this mixture of like traditional assets, like, you know, like I was saying, it's based off of martial arts. And it is considered technically an anime, but it's like American Western domestic cartoon kind of thing. So a lot of people, you know, they think, you know, anime, they're like, it's really complicated to pay attention to. But I, I don't even think I can categorize it in the same because I do watch other anime and it's not the same. You know, I was curious to ask you, because you have never seen Avatar. Do you think that it's weird that I love Avatar so much? Um, do you want my honest <laughs> I mean, answer? <laughs> I, I, I do because it's not going to offend me because I know that this is something. I don't think, it, I don't think it's weird. Like, I don't. I don't care what TV show you like, right? Sure, sure. It's I like mean, people it makes, who like. If it makes you happy, sure, you know, like everybody can be really into something. Totally. You know, it's it's funny because. I, I like to say that my love for Avatar is like people's love for Harry Potter, uh, Twilight, you know, weird things yeah. like, you know, it's an, it's a, it's kind of like a, I don't want to say it, but we're kind of like a cult. <laughs> we're very- I, I, um, I feel that. Okay. <laughs> um, my friends think I'm really funny because, and by funny, they're going to say weird. I'm a part of a Facebook group that's about a fandom. That's the fandom of you Avatar. are not. I am, and you I go are on so it. So lame. <laughs> no, I but mean, I don't mean that. You mean that, and that's okay. <laughs> but you know, it's In funny. A loving way. Thank you. I know you love me, but it's funny because this fandom really dives in about those heavier topics that only adults really kind of understand. Mm-hmm. Again, I'll go about with it: genocide, loss friendship that goes beyond measures and beyond a lifetime and we're we're dealing with a lot of violence that is kind of masked in the show because we don't really see the outcome right that's but interesting it is it is well i think it is um, but i think it's cool that they've been able to use a lot of artistic abilities uh can i tell you a quick story and then i would like to just ask you one more question okay okay quick story i am in architecture like you know 
Yes. So when I look at shows, I really dive deep into how they created the actual architecture of the show. Not just like the format, but the buildings that they place, the organization of towns, how they drew in each detail, because I think very Mm three-dimensionally. So I found out that Janet Varney, who plays Cora for The Legend of Cora, which is the second series, uh, she was giving away autographs. So I emailed her and I said, Janet, I have been a longtime fan of Avatar and Cora, and I think you did a phenomenal job. Um, could I get an autograph from you and would you send it to me? This woman was the nicest person in the world and emailed me back and was like, Emma, so great to hear from you. Like she knew no me way. or something. And then she said, you know what? Um, it's so great that you were able to see, see your ability of architecture and art in the show and see how much hard work that the cast and the crew put into this. That's so sweet. Right? And then she was like, good luck in your future endeavors. You're going to be an amazing architect. XOX. Janet. I have that That framed. I have that framed and it's now on my wall. And I'm just going to say, that's all I have to say about how much I love it. I'm willing to go out of my way and find people who were a part of this show. And, you know, ooh, if anyone asked, they knew my collection was large. But here's the grander question. What? Do you think everybody has something that they love so much like I love Avatar? I know people count and I know that there's things like their careers that count. But like anything this, like a a story, a a series of cartoons, maybe even a book. Do you think that people need that? No. I definitely don't think people need some sort of obsession. I don't think everybody has that. I would hope that somebody has something that they love a lot. You know, like they're really into ping pong or something. Well, I think it's important for people to have things that bring them joy. Yeah. No matter what it is. Lauren, like, I I love McDonald's. Because the McDonald's brings <laughs> you joy. <laughs> like, it's my favorite. It's your obsession, but it's also a, a healthy obsession? I don't know. I don't think anybody you don't- would classify it as that. <laughs> but, you, but you don't love McDonald's the same way or similarly to how I love Avatar. It's just that McDonald's brings you joy like Avatar brings me joy. Right? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Can I know why? It, why? Yeah. Why? Let me count the ways. Okay. <laughs> I love follow them on Twitter. McDonald's. Oh, <laughs> it makes me happy when I'm sad. It makes me happy when I'm happy. It makes me happy when I'm neutral. It is just all around comfort. It is familiar. It is delicious. <laughs> I am obsessed. I would hope. And I basically, if you follow me on Twitter. Basically, um, all I do is tweet at McDonald's about how much I love them. They really need to tweet you back. Right? It just drives okay, me crazy. So here I am. Like, I will like write McDonald's love letters, basically. I have in the past. And then they go off and they're retweeting, like, Mary saying, like, had a, had a great McChicken at McDonald's today or whatever with this, <laughs> like, crappy picture. And I'm like, McDonald's is all my life. And they won't retweet me. That's... I honestly, that's neither here nor there. I think that's a shame. And I even retweet all of your tweets, so they must know that I at least get some traction And for I you. appreciate you as my hype man there. If anything, I also want you to get tweeted because maybe we can get a sponsor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's I'm just the, kidding. That is our only acceptable sponsor. That's the only so, acceptable sponsor. McDonald's, if you're listening. McDonald's, please. We love you. I kid you not. I'll just at. start plugging things for you. If you could be any of the four element spenders, which one do you think qualifies 
Um, well, since I'm an expert on the show now, <laughs> I did not do a good job at telling you exactly what you should know. But all I'm saying is I'm feeling like I'm a water. What do you think? I don't have no idea why, but I feel like I'm a water. I totally see that for you. Yeah. Only because you're like a very thoughtful, calm. You have go a with plan. The flow. Go with the water. flow. LOL. Water I is master the least water right now. You want me to go turn on my kitchen sink? <laughs> Yes, and then I need you to chop it with your hand. I can do that. Amazing. That's hilarious. Well, if you didn't want to know, now you know. Just like how you know I'm a Virgo, I'm also an earthbender. I think I would have guessed that. Why? What do you think about that? I have no idea. Just go with it. That's fine. I, I agree. I think you're earthy. I think. Thank you. I'm down grounded. to earth. I'm that. grounded. Yes. I think it makes the most sense for you. Yes. I don't I'm, know why. I'm disciplined. That's probably not how that works. But if you are interested in watching Avatar The Last Airbender. We're going to do it. I would love to. I own all the DVDs. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, so we could do that too. Um, (laughs) And then you're going to get hooked and you're going to want to be a part of this crew. And then I will give you all of my comic books for you to finish listening. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Say it ain't so. Oh, man. I must really bored Lauren this entire time. No, you did not. You absolutely did not. I'm excited to watch it with you. Thank you. I I think it'll be fun. Are you going to, like, talk the whole time? No, I won't do that to you. But I will look at- Are you going to, like, watch me watch it? Yes, I will. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but you have to bring me McDonald's. Deal. I'll buy you McDonald's if you watch Avatar with me, and then that will literally Can we make a fort? (gasps) We can make a blanket fort, and we can sit in there and watch Avatar. Mm. Okay. Do you have like a stuffed animal of the buffalo thing? I have two. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> one for me, one Yay! for you. And I'll bring all my friends over too. And by friends, I mean other stuffed animals of the. Yeah, people. I was about to say. Okay, Can we watch don't judge me. I hear you people judging me. <laughs> no, I just thought that this would be a great way for people to learn a little bit more about me and you because. We're not all science and architecture, you know, like we do have other things in our life that bring us joy. And that's important because architecture is not my whole life. It's part of my life, you know? Yeah. And this is just for us. So we can talk about whatever the heck we want. Our audio diary consists of multiple random side comments that we lead have to such discussions. a wide range. We do. And I, wow. think, I think it's just important to know that, like I said, if people don't watch Avatar, I kind of judge you. What? Except for That's you. Rude. Except for you, because you're my best friend. Why didn't you get me to watch it earlier? I don't, I don't know. know. It's not, I was. I, you know, I honestly, I never looked at it and was like, I gotta watch that. That's okay. I think a lot of people who grew up on it made that more interesting for them. But no worries. Um, I'd be curious to know if anybody is obsessed with anything else, like Harry Potter. Remember, like I really like Star Wars. Oh yeah, exactly. But I don't want to like. You don't have to talk don't about want, it. Like to own everything Star Wars or anything. Like, sure, you're I not you're not that in love with Star Wars that you need to have every single thing that Star Wars has. It, well, yeah. You did dress up as Ren though. I did. Yeah, and my husband was BB-8. It was great. That's like one of the best costumes you've had for Halloween. Mm, no, last year we were a s'more and a campfire, and that was even 10 better. Out of 10. <laughs> it was ten out of ten. That's hilarious. Um, ten out of ten in idea. Um, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 in reality because it was hard to walk around and <laughs> hard in execution. Wow. Because for that, I was Avatar. I was an Avatar. Well, shoot. I yeah. Take it back. When you come over, I'm going to take a blue ballpoint pen. I'm going to draw an arrow on my face. Except I can't. We could use, use probably makeup and then we'll be able to get it off. I think the pen sounded fun. Um, I'll let you do the pen, but I'm not going to be scrubbing it off. 
But I, I just have to anything, say, so. I just have to say, when I was an Airbender for Halloween, I did the makeup myself. I did my arrows on my hands and on my head, and I asked my roommate to borrow her scarf because I didn't own a maroon scarf, and I wore one of my uh, college shirts to represent the gold for the outfit. So I thought that was a pretty creative idea because it was like a last minute thing, and I was like, "Let's go and do this." I love it. And I have now a bomb picture that I can put in my friend group on Facebook and say, hey, look, at I did a cosplay. <laughs> did you post it? I did post it, and I got a lot of likes. So I'm just oh going to say gosh. there's like there's like 10,000 people in this group. So, like, there's a lot of people that, like, you know, wow. contri- contribute. Well, think about this. This show is smart. It's complex. It has interesting stories that appeal to most grownups, as do kids. And it's a perfect example of the kind of TV show that you need, that it's funny, it's exciting, it's plenty of goofy humor for the little kids, but it's very thought-provoking and emotionally powerful, too. Okay? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you. Well, Lauren, I think this has been a great episode, and I just want to say everybody of has... Of course you think it's a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> because it's mostly about me, and that's fine with me. Um, uh, check us out next week when we talk about more serious topics, but um, thank you for everybody who's been listening. We love it. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. This has been The Oak View. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks again for listening to The Oak View. You can follow Lauren and Emma on Instagram at The Oak View Podcast, O-A-K-V-I-E-W, or email us at theoakviewpodcast at gmail.com.